You are listening to Forward, a podcast of island readers and writers. This is your host, Taylor Mace. I am here today with Dan Mills, the director of the Bates Museum of Art at Bates College. Dan, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. We have uh, Dan as a guest on the podcast this morning because of an exhibition that is featured at the Bates Museum of Art, which is called Let's Celebrate Ashley Bryan, which features um, the work of Ashley, who we, of course, um, in our universe know as a beloved children's book author and illustrator. Um, But I was hoping that Dan could tell us more about the exhibition and how it came to be and what it highlights. Oh, I'd be happy to. Um, Well, we uh, started a conversation with um, Henry and Donna Isaacs, who are longtime, we're longtime residents of Little Cranberry Island and dear friends of Ashley's who had purchased a number of his works over the years that they had uh, collected and uh, donated to us last year. And we uh, thought, well, we would like to, rather than take a number of years and develop a scholarly supporting publication and uh, take that kind of tact, that instead we would really, uh, for for museums anyway, go really quick and organize an exhibition in frankly less than a year um, that celebrated the work of Ashley Bryan and have that be the focus as opposed to scholarly supporting documents. And um, that's what this show is. Although um, as as some of us might be aware, um, a, a pandemic happened and uh, it, it, you know, it had a way of changing the way thing, what we do and how we do it. And uh, so essentially we had uh, been working on plans to mount a, an exhibition that borrowed works from um, around New England. Um, and as our worlds changed and in certain ways shrunk, at least um, maybe not um, in terms of uh, virtual experience, but personal experience, we <clears throat> in turn, realized that what we needed to do was focus on an exhibition um, of the works that we received for the most part. And that's what we did. So we have an exhibition up of uh, uh, over over uh, 50 works and they include many of Ashley's uh, beloved um, uh, illustrations from his beloved uh, books, such as uh, Beautiful Blackbird, and the night has ears and some of the illustrations, his lino cuts that he created for um, the, uh, the books of uh, images and music of spiritual hymns. Um, but they also, the exhibition also includes many of his uh, uh, paintings. So one of the, regardless of the form this exhibition took, um, from the, the beginning ideas to what it became, one of the things that uh, uh, we felt really strongly about was that uh, Ashley is, while he's internationally known for his books as an author, illustrator, 
and author illustrator. Um, his uh, paintings, his, his, you know, air quotes, fine art is not as well recognized. And we think that his paintings are really quite extraordinary. And uh, we have many on view and the intention was to uh, really bring attention to them and, and um, hopefully help them be as well known and received as his uh, amazing illustrations. As you mentioned, Dan, um, people may not be as familiar with his fine art paintings as they are with his uh, many iconic um, book illustrations. Can you talk a little bit about Ashley's um, beginnings as an artist and a painter? Well, really, uh, in many ways, I would uh, I'd be quick to say that his his illustrations are very much works of art, and they're in terms of his trajectory, I think they they sort of go hand in hand. But uh, so his training led to both his paintings and his illustrations. But Ashley uh, Ashley was born in Harlem in 1923. He will turn 98 this year, which is extraordinary. Um, he grew up in the Bronx during the Depression and uh, uh, was a, a very uh, uh, talented and precocious uh, uh, student and artist. Um, he talks about going uh, to the library a lot and looking at books and, and um, for anyone who uh, of, of the, the listeners who may have heard Ashley speak before, they've probably heard him talk about how he's been making books since he was five, that his kindergarten teacher uh, had them uh, make a story and draw illustrations and even staple it together. And he made a book uh, and uh, went to the library a lot. But one of the things he noticed was that uh, there were no books that featured anyone who looked like him. And uh if you take a look at um, his incredible output as an uh, author, illustrator, or both together, over 30 books, um, he's really spent his life trying to correct that and make that not be the case for future generations. Uh, but his personal experience was that uh, he applied for art school uh, when he was 16. And um, his personal experience was that uh, um, he was told that um, his, uh, his portfolio was among the most impressive ever submitted, um, but, but he was uh, turned down because, quote, it would be a waste to give a scholarship to a colored person. So, you know, the other thing he has, he has focused on is, is I mean, in, in many of his works, many of his books, more familiar uh, to many of you, um, He's really, I think, uh, celebrated the contributions of African Americans and of African culture to to uh, American and 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 just you know worldwide cultural life. But he also is in in various ways um, also addressing um, his experiences with uh, racism. So um, he applied to and was accepted at uh, Cooper Union. Uh, because they had a blind application process. You just dropped off your portfolio and they didn't see or know whose it was. Uh, but then uh, ended up, uh, while a student, he was drafted and ended up uh, serving in the war during World War II. Um, and it wasn't until uh, 
he returned that he was able to finish his degree um, at Columbia University. He got a, a BS cum laude. Uh, one of the remarkable things um, as a kind of a side story here is that, um, you know, he, we, we're all familiar with the fact that Ashley uh, went to Skowhegan. In fact, he was a scholarship recipient and he went to Skowhegan um, the first year it opened, uh, 1946, I believe. Hmm. And uh, it was then that he uh, went traveling with some new friends, went to uh, Mount Desert Isle and uh, looked out over the waters and saw more islands and said, you know, I want to live there someday. And uh, as we know, he, he has been living on and off summers and then full time uh, for part of the time uh, since the 40s uh, in Little Cranberry Island. But uh, another another thing that uh, amazes me about uh, Ashley, who, by the way, I, I talked to yesterday. He was delighted to know this was happening and uh, um, sends his love. Wonderful. We'll send it right back. So after he um, came back to the U.S., he he just he got a Fulbright and he went to uh, Germany, University of Freiburg, uh, uh, in in the uh, early fifties, uh, and. And, and earned a degree, I think, in philosophy. And he he went to Germany, you know, a, a country that was our enemy, you know, in a war he fought in, because he wanted to go to the country where people fought with us and, and try to learn and understand why people go to war. It was difficult. Um, it was uh, not easy to be a, a black man in the mid-50s in, you know, in, in Germany. And, uh, uh, as well. So, uh, but anyway, he, he, um, if, if you don't know Ashley's paintings, um, he works in many styles, but many of the, the works that he has created are very much of, of gardens and, and flowers and nature. And, and, um, as the years, as the years are in his case, the decades went on and increasingly, uh, dazzling uh, colors and palettes. Are those many of those inspired by his time in Maine? I, I'm I'm quite certain. I mean, he he doesn't uh, always give his works specific titles, but uh, uh, many I'm, uh, I'm I'm sure that at, at least a good number of them are. We have uh, paintings of uh, rather close-up paintings of uh, flowers like uh, white hollyhocks. Um, or irises. And then there are also paintings that are more uh, kind of landscape garden uh, views. Um, and, you know, we do have a, a painting, one early painting um, of that. Uh, so I, I think I mentioned, um, oh, I did mention by name, uh, the Isaacs. Uh, uh, so uh, they, one of the paintings they gave us, they, they uh, uh, relatively recently uh, purchased a painting at auction and had it conserved in time to include in the exhibition. And um, it's from the 50s. And really uh, telling because, uh, you know, Ashley's earlier work had what I would call a more earthy and organic palette. And as the decades progressed, the colors became more brilliant, the, the palette kind of dazzling. Um, so, uh, we do have a work that kind of shows where he came from, uh, plus the uh, floral and still lifes that I mentioned, but there are also some 
kind of dynamic uh, abstractions that reference uh, architecture and cities and city life that are also in the exhibition. It's just so unfortunate that that we can't get there to see this in person. Um, but can you share how we can view it? Because there's really neat neat ways that that you all have done that. Oh yes, thanks uh, for asking, uh, Taylor. So we we developed a uh, a fairly elaborate virtual exhibition opportunity for uh, viewers to see the show. And if you were to go to our web page, uh, Bates dot edu slash museum um, you will easily find on the front page a link to ashley bryan's exhibition and on that web page there's a at the very top there's a virtual exhibition button and if you uh, push on it 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 isn't simply uh, a, a page of images of artworks that are in the show but it's actually a a kind of 3D virtual experience of walking into the architecture that is uh, the museum's gallery and walking through and being able to view the artworks, but also see them in the space and in the context with one another. And there are what I call, um, you know, magic circle, magic discs. There are these discs that float, kind of hover next to or above, um, if it's a case, uh, works of art and objects. And if you click on those, you either get a high resolution image of that artwork or um, exhibition or interpretive materials or both. And um, in so doing, you can really experience uh, the whole show. And what we've done to reach our student audience uh, off campus is um, in the exhibition, you'll see if you take the virtual tour, you'll see stills of um, a short video um, that's um, on view. And that video um, includes Ashley reading uh, Beautiful Blackbird. And um, actually it's, it's probably not accurate to say that he's reading it, he really uh, performs it. Um, and uh, what we've done is uh, since that's only available uh, to, you know, to a viewer in the space. Um, and we, um, you know, paid for the rights to show this uh, wonderful uh, uh, video. This is a video by, uh, directed by Richard Kane. Um, and we also uh, um, have made it available to uh, all the schools in the area so that uh, there's a kind of a password protected way that they can share that with their students. So students and classes can see the virtual exhibition, watch the video, and as we speak, um, our education program uh, in partnership with Indigo Arts Alliance in Portland, um, we are delivering beautiful Blackbird books, um, a kind of a swag bag and uh, information about the museum, Indigo Arts Alliance, and some um, activities to <clears throat> over 140 uh, pre-K through elementary school classrooms in the area. Um, so we we have done everything we can think of to get Ashley and his work into the life of children and people nearby in this time when they're not allowed to come and see it in person. Well, that's amazing. Um, we 
we love Ashley and his books here. And of course that is, is that one is just astounding and um, love hearing about getting his work into the hands of kids. And um, as you mentioned, uh, we can't be there to see it in person, but please um, do visit bates.edu backslash museum and you can easily find the link there to um, the page about the exhibit and then the virtual exhibition, which really is the next best thing to being there in person. It's really amazing, the, the 3D views. Um, you feel like you are kind of standing in that gallery. There is another way to engage. Uh, we have some activities we've been organizing as virtual opportunities, uh, which you know obviously can be used by a class, but it can be something anyone does. And we have uh, what we call the Ashley Bryan Storytime Challenge. And we're inviting anybody uh, who would like to read from an Ashley Bryan book to do so. So if it's a, a child reading to an adult, an adult reading to a child, uh, whatever you would like. And if you, there, there's a, um, a link off of that webpage to, um, I think it's under the header of, let me just see, you'd think I would know. Um, <laughs> under events, um, you, you'll see that there, we have some challenges, including the Ashley Bryan Storytime Challenge. And there's directions about uh, taking a video of yourself and how long or short and to send it to us. And we'll share it on our website and uh, in social media. And I'm uh, happy to say we have uh, a handful up of some wonderful people, including our first respondent, who was Governor Janet Mills. See Janet Mills reading from one of uh, Ashley's most recent books, uh, which is uh, Freedom Over Me. Um, and um, I'm not sure if um, if that's a, a book that you're familiar with. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. But, so it's uh, Freedom Over Me, 11 Slaves, Their Lives and Dreams, brought to life by Ashley Bryan. And it's a, a Coretta Scott King uh, a book award. And um, so, so many of Ashley's uh, books uh, throughout his life have really celebrated, I, I think, the really the contributions of African-Americans and uh, Africans. Um, this book actually addresses uh, uh, institutional racism of the worst kind by uh, giving voice through words and giving uh, a presence through illustrations um, of, of, of you know, uh, uh, the story of 11 slaves from uh, receipts, documents of their sale. So it's, it's really a remarkable book. And he, this is a book that he made in his 90s. Amazing. Uh, well, Dan, thank you so much for joining me today. And and I know we could talk about Ashley and his work and life. Um, that's just been so incredible for, for a lot longer than the time allotted here. Um, but I really appreciate you joining me and, and sharing about this exhibition. And we will share um, the links to, to that exhibition and to those um, the the call for for reading and share that on our our website and social media pages um uh, well thanks so much i really encourage everybody i mean ashley is a, a state treasure so please do take uh, advantage of an opportunity to uh 
experience some of his amazing work. listening to Forward, a podcast of Island Readers and Writers. Get our new episodes every other Wednesday by subscribing to Forward on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. For more about Island Readers and Writers programs, visit www.islandreadersandwriters.org.